0: Chapter 1. A Man in Miniature I love to watch children play, General Tom Thumb once remarked to his wife as he neared middle age. I never had much childhood. It's true. Tom's career in show business began abruptly, just before his fifth birthday under P.T. Barnum's direction. From the beginning, Tom was taught to act like an adult because Barnum wanted to create the idea that he was more grown-up than his looks indicated. Barnum felt this would add to his performer's appeal. Tom had to learn to speak like an adult, too, despite his high and squeaky voice. At five, Tom was drinking wine with his meals. At seven, he smoked cigars. By nine, he chewed tobacco. He never had a day of school. General Tom Thumb was the boy's stage name given to him by Barnum? He was born Charles Sherwood Stratton on January 4, 1838, in Bridgeport, a seaport town in Connecticut. His mother called him Charlie. He weighed nine pounds two ounces, which was large for a newborn. His sisters, Frances June, four years old when Charlie was born, and Mary Elizabeth, Two had not weighed that much at birth with two girls already in the family. The Strattons were thrilled to have a boy. Mrs. Stratton showered him with thoughtful care. she was grateful to have a healthy baby. At first. Charlie grew normally by the time he was six months old. He weighed fifteen pounds two ounces. He was twenty-five inches long, but as time passed lines of worry began to crease mrs stratton's face charlie seemed to stop growing by his first birthday he still weighed 15 pounds two ounces and was 25 inches long exactly the same size he had been six months earlier mrs stratton thought perhaps she wasn't giving charlie the right food or enough of it but getting charlie to eat more didn't solve the problem There was not the slightest change in his height or weight. Nothing in the Stratton family history provided a clue to Charlie's lack of growth. Mr. and Mrs. Stratton were of average height and weight, as were their parents, Charlie's grandparents. Once it was obvious that Charlie had stopped growing, his parents took him to their family doctor. After he examined the child, the doctor shook his head, perplexed. Charlie was a healthy baby and seemed to be developing normally in all other ways. He was also perfectly formed. His arms and legs were in proportion to the rest of his body. Why was Charlie so tiny? The doctor had no answer. At the time, medical authorities had only a limited knowledge of the factors important to human growth. It would be another 50 years before they would begin to understand the role played by the pituitary gland, a pea-sized endocrine gland that rests within a bone-like cavity at the base of the brain. Sometimes called the body's master gland, the pituitary governs the body's growth. In Charlie's case, it was now thought that the pituitary gland failed to function properly, resulting in a deficiency of the growth hormone it normally produces. Today, if a child fails to grow normally, the pituitary gland can sometimes be treated to trigger growth. Injections of HGH, human growth hormone, during the early years can increase a child's height. If it had been possible for Charlie to have been treated with HGH, chances are he would have grown taller, perhaps even to average height. But in the 1830s, doctors could do nothing when confronted with a child who did not grow normally.